I have a beautiful story to tell you of which we really know very little. You see, the Gospel of Matthew is the only one who writes of this encounter, and he doesn't give us many details to go along with it. It's the story of the Magi's visit to the Christ child. Surely you know the one I mean. It's one of my favorite moments in the retelling of the Christmas story at Glen Memorial's Christmas Eve pageant. The baby Jesus has been born, and the shepherds have all made their way to the manger. The music shifts noticeably as the organist begins to play louder notes, mysterious notes, regal notes, and the spotlight scans the congregation until it finds one of the magi in the back dressed in richly colored, beautiful robes. Three magi then make their way down to the manger where they bow before the baby Jesus and present him with their special gifts. It's a magical scene. But honestly, we don't know who these people were who arrived in Jerusalem looking for Jesus. We don't know how many there were. We don't know where they came from, other than from the east, as Matthew tells us. We don't know how long it took them to get to Bethlehem or how old Jesus was by the time they arrived. We don't know how they knew this special star would be the one that signaled the birth of a king. We don't really know much about that star that guided them either. Over the years, humans have done what humans always do. We have tried to answer these questions, and when we couldn't verify all that we wanted to know, we used our imaginations and we added our own details. Poets have written about the Magi's visit, and one even gave them names that have become legendary, Melchior, Gaspar, and Balthazar. This story really catches our imagination, and although we don't know exact details, we still love the story of these people who came from the East to see the King of the Jews the people we call magi, from the original Greek word for them, magoi, meaning magician. Listen now to these verses from the second chapter of Matthew. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we have observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all of Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, Bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out. And there ahead of them 
went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the good news according to the Gospel of Matthew. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Loving God, open us to what you would have us to hear this day from this story of the Magi. Help us to learn something from their experience that brings us even closer to you. Now, O oh God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. You've probably heard that story told a hundred times in one way or another. There have been hymns written about the visit of the Magi, and even James Taylor wrote a song titled Home by Another Way. There are children's books which tell the story with beautiful illustrations. And we merge those stories written about Jesus' birth in the other Gospels to include the story of the Magi's visit. Have you ever stopped to think about why these people, these astrologers, these scientists, were chosen to visit the Christ child? What was it that made them leave their homeland and make this long journey with only a star to lead the way? We don't know for sure, but we think these magi were astrologers, stargazers, and studiers of the heavens. And surely there had been other fascinating or interesting stars that had appeared in the night sky? Had they dropped everything and followed them? Traditions suggest that these magi belonged to the priestly caste of the religion Zoroastrianism, known as one of the first monotheistic religions. So maybe it was a nudge or a prompt from God that caused them to follow that star to the place it stopped. Or maybe it was a feeling that something was missing, but they just weren't sure what it was. And by following the star, they were able to find the answer. Have you ever had those nudges or prompts to do something? Have you ever had the feeling that something was missing that you just couldn't put your finger on? And then when you looked back on it, you could see God at work in your life. I have, in a big way. In fact, that feeling of something not right, of something missing, is the entire basis of my call to ministry. In all the jobs I held after graduating from college, I was always searching for something that seemed to be missing, something that really fed my soul. That feeling persisted for several years until the Holy Spirit just couldn't take my lack of understanding, my inability to listen, and settled in and made it clear that God wanted me to pursue ministry. When I finally got it, that feeling of discontent was settled. It has been clear to me that I am doing what God has called me to do, 
You see, I can be pretty stubborn and I tend to want to control things, but God has ways of letting us know that we are not the ones in control. And so maybe that's why these magi left everything and set out with their gifts to follow that star. They were responding to a nudge and urging, a feeling that God was calling them to follow. What trust they must have had to make that journey. Trust that they were in the hands of something or someone greater than themselves. Trust that wherever that star led them, they would not be in danger. We all know people who have stepped out in faith, trusting in God to lead them. I think about those people and ministries who have a relationship with our congregation. I think about Ray Buchanan, who started Rise Against Hunger. And then I think about the faithful Dunwoody UMC members who brought that ministry to us and organized our community to, to serve by preparing meals through food stock. I think about Char Charles Mully and the Mully children's family in Kenya. Charles works tirelessly to care for thousands of abandoned children in Kenya. And I think of our church members who have traveled to Kenya to work with Charles and his ministry. I'm sure you know of people, and maybe you are one of them, who have put your trust and your faith in God to step out and to do something you felt called to do. In the life of the church, today we celebrate Epiphany. This word Epiphany comes to us almost directly from the Greek. Epi meaning on or upon and phernaros, which means visible, apparent, or manifest. We say we have an Epiphany when we realize something. But an Epiphany is more than just an aha moment. An epiphany is something that is revealed to you where light shines and makes something visible and manifest. The Magi received this epiphany for all of us. They were there for that breakthrough moment. They saw God made flesh and the promised Messiah born of a young woman. On Epiphany Sunday last year, we made available to those who were in worship something we called star words. The star I received had the word joy printed on it. I started out the year with my special star word by making sure I knew what the word meant. Joy, by definition, is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Joy, as it relates to God, is a state of contentment, confidence, and hope all coming from knowing the love of God. It's one of the nine fruit of the Spirit. So as I reflected this past week on my 2020 star word, I thought that of all the years to get the word joy, the year of coronavirus would seem to be the one that just didn't fit. How could anyone find joy in all the disruption of this past year? But the more I thought about what joy really is, I was able to find the joy in 2020. That joy didn't negate all the sadness or stress or anxiety of this past year, but there was joy to be found. The joy of having my family of four together at Thanksgiving and Christmas for the very first time since last Christmas. The joy of spending more time at home and working in my garden. The joy of getting to know my neighbors better. The joy of seeing my husband discover that he really could 
work from home. The joy of living more simply. The joy of knowing that I am a beloved child of God. There has been joy this past year. So today, if you are willing, you will receive a star word. These words remind us that God led the way to Bethlehem, to the Christ child, using a star. The Magi trusted God and followed that star. We too can use these stars with their special words to grow closer to God and to perhaps help us to see where God is leading each of us this year. In a few minutes, Calissa will explain to you how, can you how you can receive your star word for 2021. Once you get your word, I encourage you to put it in a place where you will see it each day, on your mirror, on your computer, in your Bible, or your devotional book, someplace that you won't forget it. Take that word and reflect on it throughout the year. Spend time understanding it praying for God to reveal what that word holds for you this day and this year. Notice how it leads you to, to discover where God is calling you in 2021. Just days ago, 2020 came to an end, and many, if not all, of creation bid it goodbye with cries of good riddance. We all look to 2021 with hope that things have got to be better than last year. COVID-19 is still a deadly virus and not yet controlled, but this vaccine offers us hope that things won't always be the way they are right now. We can look forward to gathering again inside without having to worry about spreading or catching the virus. We can look forward to visiting our older family members and friends without the fear of possibly making them ill. We can look forward to the day when our children can go back to school we can all return to work, and we can resume some sort of normal life. As we look with hope to the future, I invite you to consider where and how God is at work in your life. Where is God trying to get your attention? How will you respond to God's nudge, God's urging, or the feeling that God is calling you to do something? Are you listening? Just as the Magi from the East listened to God's call to follow that star, I pray each of us will also follow where God leads. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.